coming up. Gaslighter, denier, repeating all of the mistakes of your father. With so much disinformation out there, how can we run a democracy together? Beating the drum over and over on their version of events, their version, it's gaslighting. Why has the U.S. become so polarized? He suggested that it was less dangerous than the flu. Not true. He claimed it was well under control. Not true. Anti-vaxxers, QAnon devotees, 9-11 truthers. Should people this deluded really be reporting the news or holding elected office? It's beyond gaslighting. It's something different. Is there a vaccine for the disinformation pandemic? Our guest is attorney and Emmy-nominated analyst Dean Johnson. Disinformation and the Future of Democracy. Coming up on Philosophy Talk. In a world of disinformation, can anyone make informed political decisions? Anti-vaxxers, QAnon devotees, 9-11 truthers. How out of touch can America get? How can we come together as a nation if we can't even agree on what's true? Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm Ray Briggs. And I'm John Perry, sitting in for Josh Landy. We're coming to you from our respective living room via the studios of KELW San Francisco. Continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, where I teach philosophy and John did for 50 years. Thanks for coming back to co-host with me today, John. Oh, uh, honored to do it. Nothing but pleasure. Today, we're thinking about disinformation and the future of democracy. It looks to me that until we do a better job cracking down on disinformation, democracy is pretty hopeless. No, come on, John. Democracy just means that everybody gets a vote. What does that even have to do with disinformation? Well, yeah, democracy is not just about voting, though. It won't work unless the voting's intelligent based on meaningful decisions about who runs things and how. You can't make a meaningful decision if you don't know what's going on. Okay, fine. I, I hate dishonesty as much as the next person, but you, you can't just silence people. I mean, that's against free speech. Yeah, unfortunately. Free speech means you can say whatever you want. But no one has to circulate it. No one has to broadcast it. No one has to pin it to their bulletin board. And you can be held responsible for the effects of what your speech does to people when they hear it. These days, social media companies just let people lie with impunity. Somebody might do something. I mean, who who do you want to do something? The, the government? I mean, do you really want politicians to have power over what people say in the public square? No, not the government. That's what the First Amendment says. Government can't do it. But if I have a grocery store with a bulletin board and somebody puts a Nazi insignia on there or something like that, I, I have the right to take it down. And the same goes for the social media platforms. They have a responsibility and a right to take down blatant lies and misinformation, and they have, it's not illegal for them to do it. Yeah, but, but like, do they know the difference? And even if they know, do you think they care? 
I mean, their whole purpose is just to reinforce things that people already believe. They just want more eyeballs, more clicks, more advertising revenue. Well, maybe social media platforms don't care, but they should. I think some of them do. If they don't, then we should create one that does. Well, yeah, but who's going to make them care? <laughs> well, the universities that educated them in the first place, it's a democracy. So ultimately, the people have to make them care. But, but the people are, are living in a disinformation bubble. And, and how can they do anything if they're misinformed? Well, a lot of the time, they do know that they're misinformed. And they willfully ignore it. If you only read things you already believe, and then share those articles without fact-checking them, that's your fault. And you need to do better. Yeah, but, but not everybody has a philosophy education, John. I mean, you're just expecting too much of people. People aren't going to get educated if we don't have a functioning democracy. And we don't have a functioning democracy unless we have educated citizens to make it work. That's why I said a while ago, it seems pretty hopeless, unless we can do something about this information. Well, well, look, maybe your guest has some ideas. Dean Johnson, an attorney and a political analyst who's also the founder of the Pundit Network. We talked to him last year on Your Legal Rights, the weekly show he co-hosts on KALW. And this time he's joining us on Philosophy Talk. But first, we sent our roving philosophical reporter, Holly J. McDean, to find out what happened in one California city when a controversial website filled the news and information void. She files this report. If you're a mayor promising to give residents free money, there is a chance a filmmaker will want to make a documentary about you. The Stockton story is this idea of redemption, taking what was bad and trying to make it good. Good morning. You need band-aids or anything? People get it. They're excited. They've never had a mayor like this before. The film Stockton on My Mind is about the city's former mayor, Michael Tubbs. In 2016, when he was just 26, he was elected by over 70% of the vote. He became Stockton's youngest and first African-American mayor, and he got a lot of attention for pushing for universal basic income. The issues we're trying to solve, mainly violent crime, poverty, and housing and homelessness, it's gonna take more creativity and more collaboration and also more of a willingness to take some risk. Stockton is one of the most racially diverse cities in the country. A quarter of people who live there also live in poverty. Under the Universal Basic Income Program, 125 Stockton residents were given $500 a month with no strings attached. These are programs that didn't cost a dime for the city. Rich Iber is a correspondent with Capital Public Radio in Sacramento. He says some people were still critical about universal basic income. There was maybe a mistrust of people maybe giving a hand out instead of a hand up. The guaranteed income idea has its opponents, conservatives against government handouts, and labor unions who want well-paid jobs, not small payments with no opportunity for advancement. And local news was struggling. Stockton's newspaper, The Record, had been decimated by layoffs and declining subscriptions. What you might call a skeleton crew. And in that respect, too, their deadline is like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So often, if something happens in the evening, you won't see it until two days later. Enter 209 Times, an online news blog launched by a local activist who ran against Tubbs. Even the publisher, if you call it a blog, uh, said he was out to get Michael Tubbs. 
At one point, the site posted a meme depicting Tubbs as a crack addict. In another, he's drinking martini. One story said he had a secret plan to run a regional homeless hub. It also spread misinformation that he was misspending $60 million meant to address homelessness. Stockton never got $60 million. They got $6 million, but not $60 million. By the time Tubbs ran for re-election in 2020, 209 Times had nearly 100,000 followers on Facebook and 120,000 on Instagram. He lost the race and believes the misinformation spread by the site is a big reason why. But Rich Ibera says Tubbs also didn't do much to respond to the misinformation as it spread. As to how much he would have been able to correct anyway without the, his own blog or his own internet you know, situation, it's hard to say. And the 209 Times blog now has some competition. In late 2020, a local historian decided he'd like to start a new site too. So he did. It's called Stocktonia. And once again, readers must decide who to trust. One person's fake news is another person's news. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Holly J. McDee. You can listen to the rest of this program by purchasing it at iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.